Hey everyone, this is Christopher Luxon, the former CEO of Air New Zealand. This is John Lee Dumas, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. This is Tracy Ibarra. I'm an executive solutions at Dell Technologies. This is Travis Chappell, founder of Build Your Network. If you are wanting to learn how to embrace change, to navigate through disruption as a leader, then listen to the Leadership is Changing podcast. The Leadership is Changing podcast. The Leadership is Changing podcast with my good friend, my very good friend, Dennis Giannoutsos. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsos. Hey, welcome to the show, Leadership is Changing. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Leaders everywhere confront similar obstacles because people are people, but everywhere you go, leaders are overwhelmed, disrupted, and under pressure. They run from email to email, meeting to meeting. Many leaders are not changing quick enough, which means they run the risk of becoming irrelevant and being left behind. The purpose of the show is taking our listeners' leadership to another level by finding their balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. I believe we don't have enough effective leaders in the world today, and if we can get these leaders to step up and, and lead change, then they can inspire real change. Hey, listeners, it's now time to adapt in our fast-moving world, and I want to welcome you to the Ask Dennis Freestyle episode, which happens once a week. I'm asked a question by our listeners, or I share my thoughts, insights, and experiences from working with many leaders around the globe. Hey, listeners, if you haven't already checked out the Facebook group or the LinkedIn page, Leadership is Changing, please go ahead and do that. We'd love to see you in those different platforms for sure. Okay, let's get into today's episode. But before I do that, actually, part of the episode is that, you know what, New Zealand has been in, as a country, we've had sort of four major sort of lockdowns and well, actually five lockdowns throughout the last 18 months. And we've got away with things pretty good in this country. And, um, you know, we've actually had life pretty normal. Since February, actually, we've uh, sort of had the sort of last lockdown, February, March, but we've just gone into a lockdown. And this lockdown is a hard lockdown and they've gone fast. The government here has gone and decided to move quickly because we had one case of Delta variant, and that's where they've gone. They've gone hard and they've locked the whole of New Zealand down. Now, just within 12 hours, in fact, going into 24 hours now, they've actually got 10 cases on the go. And by the time this airs, this is probably, there are going to be probably more cases within New Zealand for the Delta variant. And of course, we've gone into lockdown and some people are panicking, panic buying happening and so forth. But we look at what's happened in other countries like Australia and so forth, and we just know that we need to go and do what we need to go and do to make sure that we actually get over this Delta variant breakout or outbreak in this country. So team, today's episode is about working through change and resilience. You see, over the last 20 years, I have coached and facilitated various leaders, teams, and organizations through various topics. High performance is one topic, strategy, leadership development, things like executive and leadership presence, communicating well, and networking, just to name a few. The other thing that I've done quite a bit of is around change and resilience. And when I talk about change and resilience, what do I mean? In the change piece, it's about how leaders lead change. 
and also about employees going through change. But then the other bit is around how do they build resilience and maintain resilience as they're going through change and other things in their life, in their career, and so forth. Over the last two years in particular, I have facilitated around about 80 workshops in relation to, well, with organizations, teams, leaders, and employees. And it's been around that change and resilience. Many people talk about resilience and many people talk about change. Not many of them do it very well. I've seen people who have tried to help organizations and they haven't done it very well either. And I've got to say to you that a lot of what I'm going about to talk to you about is easy for me to say, but not always easy to do. And you know, and I know that as we go through change and we're in it and in the middle of it, it's not always easy. And things, we have to do certain things to help us through what we're going to go through. In fact, change happens to us at times. And I and I say to a lot of people that at times, some change sucks. It's really, really quite hard and difficult. We never said that change would be easier or would be easy at all. You know, there's a lot of people who use these very dangerous words, but we've always done it that way. And they are very dangerous words. And when most people think about change, they think about downsizing, closure, things like that, right? There's so many different variations of change that can actually happen. But I know that when change does happen, there is a group of people who try to control it, but it's out of their control. And they sit there and they may worry about it. Well, I'm here to tell you that if it's out of your control, stop worrying about it. If there's two things that are in your control, though, number one is your attitude, the way that you react to things. The attitude is the six-inch gap between your ears. What are you doing in relation to your mindset, the way you think about things, and so forth? The second piece is where you're going next. And I work with a lot of leaders and teams around that in particular because where are they going next? We need to talk about the future, move forward, and so forth. Most people don't understand or know change. And I keep talking about the fact that there is no sporting team, political party, or religion in the world that everyone agrees on 100%. But there's one thing that all airlines agree on 100%. And it's this, in the unlikely event, the mask drops down in front of you, put your mask on first before you help anyone else. Tim, I'm here to tell you this, listeners, is that you can't go through change and you can't progress and move forward without you putting your own mask on first. You need to look after yourself. You can't take any organization, any team forward without you looking after yourself and putting your own mask on first. Now, a lot of this mask side of things that I'm talking about comes down to the other piece, which is resilience. Well, what is resilience and what does that mean? To me, it means that you're able to handle or cope with ambiguity and still keep going through things or still keep doing things in your business, in your organization, with your team and so forth. You know, and I've shared with you on several other episodes before in relation to the journey that I went through with my my voice, that, that whole journey. And I've got to say to you that as I went through that, there was a whole change process that I had to go through. One was my voice was changing and the quality of it was dropping. Number two, what's actually going on? Because I feel embarrassed and I feel like I can't do my role properly. In other words, executive coaching and facilitation. The next thing is I'm thinking about, well, what is it? Next minute, the suspicious are finding out that it's actually a tumor on that left vocal cord. 
So here I'm thinking my life's over, my job's over, what am I going to do? And then they're telling me that it's stuck on a nerve, this tumour, and if they remove it, they may actually hit the nerve, which means that the actual vocal cord could be paralysed. And if it's paralysed, Dennis is going to have a trouble swallowing it a lot of times and actually will choke a lot. And so, as you know, the good news was, A, it, wasn't, it was benign, so non-cancerous, and B, that it wasn't paralysed and it could move, but I had to learn to breathe again. I had to learn to speak again. I had to go through all of that. We went through, Mary and I went through that change curve backwards and forwards and whole, so many things going on for us in relation to the change. The one thing that did get us through was our attitude, our mindset. We were going to get this done. We were going to get it sorted and we were going to move on. And the thing here is this, the resilience piece is really important. And I'm going to share with you three things that are really important. There are other things as well, team, but the resilience piece, here are three things that I think are important for all of us. Number one is that we remember to breathe because when we get into certain situations, whether it's change or there's a little bit of ambiguity or we're not sure what's going on and the fear starts to kick in, we tend to go into the fight-flight mode. And when we go into the fight-flight mode, our breathing will be shallow. And that's what I was like full-time when I was going through that voice journey. And my breathing was very shallow. And so I had to learn to breathe again. And I'm going to say to you that belly breathing from the belly button up and breathing that way is really important for all of us. If we learn how to breathe then what we do is we get oxygen to the brain. And when we get oxygen to the brain, we can slow time down, but also we start to become calm. And when you're a calm, that means you are in control. And when you're in control, you have more confidence. And so what we need to do is think about what we can do in relation to breathing. And we, remember, we need to remember to breathe. And so that's one thing that can actually help you around resilience. Number two, is thinking through things. Hmm, that's an interesting one. What do we mean by that? Well, how often do you take time out to stop and step back and think through things? Think through what meetings you've got coming up and what you want to get out of those meetings. Thinking about a certain scenario and what you want to do. Thinking about where you want to go. That second piece around what I said it's in your control is where we want to go next. Do you take time out to think, strategize, plan around that piece? What kind of questions are you asking yourself? So these are actually quite interesting aspects to the thinking through piece because I am actually certain, because I get to see a lot, that a lot of leaders don't take time out to think. Why? Because they are always on. And when they go from email to email, meeting to meeting, just like I say in my introduction to this episode, to this podcast, people are always on, which means they start to lose control. Now, the thing here for you listeners is this. If you can take time out, and I'm not talking about hours and hours of time for you to think. If you can take a small amount of time per week to think and start thinking through things, just imagine what you could achieve. So the number one was the breathing. Number two is taking time out to think. The third thing is going to be asking for help. Last week, I did an episode on ask for help. This is a little bit different, but it's still around asking for help. But I'm thinking this, that for somebody to be resilient is because they have knowledge. Now, knowledge can mean several things, but if you've got more knowledge, you feel like you are in control. 
Now, for a lot of people, they they don't want to go and ask for help. They find it hard to ask for help. I'm just going to say to you that if you do need help, please do ask for help. The other thing you can do is around the knowledge piece is that you can gather knowledge. So one is you could go and ask people and get them to help you and ask for help. Number two is you can go out and research, learn. There are so many different avenues of you or platforms or the ways for you to go out and learn about things to gather that knowledge. And the third, the other piece in that space around asking for help is knowing what to do. Because once you are in the position for knowing what to do, then you can get on with it. Then you can acknowledge it. So here's a great example. When I went through that voice journey and we weren't sure what was going on with my voice, once we understood that there was a tumor on the vocal cord, once we knew what it was, we knew that it was a tumor. The thing we didn't know was it cancerous or not. So we had to do a biopsy. And once we knew that, we had more knowledge and more ability to understand what it is. Then we also understood because of the the biopsy and MRI scan and that, that it was sitting on on, on the actual nerve. So what happened here is that the specialist got all the knowledge that they could to help them be more confident and when they went in to take it out, but also helped me be more confident and understanding because I knew what was going on through knowledge. And the other thing was we knew what we were going to do to resolve it. And so what we always find is that there's always something that there's like a root cause, but then there's always a way to actually get it fixed. There's always a something out there that we can actually put in place to help resolve the issue. And so it was quite interesting to see that if somebody is resilient, if you rethink about it, is that if you can do those three things, breathing, taking time out to think, and asking for help to gain knowledge, then you're going to be in a lot better position to be able to cope and maintain your resilience and so forth as we go forward. Resilience also to me means a whole of other different things, and it's really, really quite interesting. But I've got to say this to you. Remember to understand that change and what it is, and remember how to be resilient based on what I shared today. Today, I'm just sort of covering the, the surface, right? There's so much more that I can cover off in different workshops and coaching and speaking in relation to these two different topics for sure. I work with leaders around the world around all the stuff, team, and I, I am finding that leaders are physically, mentally, and emotionally tired. They are needing this. They're needing help around A, to go through change themselves, and B, how to lead the change while also being resilient. And I've also said that all of this takes work. It's about getting good at it and the ability to cope with things. Because you see, as I said earlier on, it's easy to talk about, but not always easy to do. And it does take practice. It does take time and knowledge and experience to help you build that resilience and the ability to go through change for sure. So based on what I shared with you today, listeners, if there's anyone that's listening today in relation to this and you are needing help or your team and organization are needing help in relation to leading change, the employees going through change, and also having that resilience in conjunction with other stuff around leadership and and executive and leadership presence and the ability to communicate and connect well and so forth, feel free to reach out to me. Send me a private message on social media. Send me an email, dennis at leadingchangepartners.com. Go to my website, leadingchangepartners.com, and in the contact, go into there, send me a message. It'll go straight to my email. 
a team are more than willing to help you in your organization if you reach out to me and let's talk about what we can do to help you and your organization move forward. Hey, listeners, I hope that's a little bit helpful for you today in relation to working through change and resilience. If you haven't already checked out the Facebook group and the LinkedIn page, I'm going to invite you to come along to those two different platforms. Love to see you join, and it's called Leadership is Changing. That's right, the same name as this podcast. They are the group and the platform on LinkedIn that we have as a page for sure. Hey, listeners, what we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Change is incredibly scary, especially with the unknown and unfamiliar territory. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing. Hey, look out for the episodes as they're being released. Download them, have a listen, a review, and a rating. If there's any feedback you'd like to give me in relation to the show, or if there's actually any questions you have for my guests as I'm interviewing them, or if you have a question for the Ask Dennis Freestyle episode, feel free to send me an email, dennis at leadingchangepartners.com. Team, it's always a pleasure being with you. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world.